0: Hello and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for moms who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds loss or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezinski, a registered nurse, personal trainer, online fitness coach, wife, and mom of four. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. And today I am talking to all the mommies out there, and specifically all the mommies who are breastfeeding. This is a topic that I get asked a ton about. How do you combine macro counting with nursing? And so that's what we're going to chat about today. I am the mom of four kiddos, and I nursed each of my babies And so, I have some experience. I've nursed babies and I've taught a lot of people about county macros and county macros while nursing. And I feel like we can have a really good discussion today on what that entails. So, just a little look into my history. Like I said, I've had four kids. My youngest is now almost five. So, it's been about five years since I've had a newborn. My kids are almost five, almost seven, almost 10 and 11. So I have kind of a span of kids and I remember with my very first baby. So my very first baby was a daughter. I had my girl first and then my three boys. But I remember after my daughter was born and there's so much that you just don't even know going into labor your first time. It's all just, you know, it's all a completely new experience. So I knew that I wanted to breastfeed, but I didn't really... Have much idea of what that entailed, and I remember with my daughter it was super painful like it got to the point where I remember we were in the hospital and I was sitting on the bed and I was like, okay, amber, it's time to nurse We got a nurse and so I would I picked her up and I like put her near me and I like got ready and was ready to like put my breast into her mouth and I just was like wincing like I just was like, oh, I know it's gonna hurt, it's gonna hurt, it's gonna hurt, it's gonna hurt and it would like it would hurt and she would latch on and then once she started sucking it would get better but i just knew that like initial initial latching was going to be painful and i just remember wincing every single time she would latch because i knew it would hurt and some blessed person who i wish i could even remember who who gave it to me but some blessed person i remember gave me these like gel compresses before i went to the hospital and they were like these cooling like gel compresses and i remember i used to put those over my breasts plus lanolin i would like smear lanolin on and those were like my saviors for when I was in the hospital after having my daughter, and obviously it got better. Like it, breastfeeding shouldn't hurt. <laughs> I probably wasn't doing it right. Um, I'm sure I wasn't doing it right. Uh, so it got better, and it and it stopped hurting. But I just remember those first couple of days, just wincing and just preparing myself because I knew every single time she latched, it was going to be so painful. So I breastfed her for about a year, but there was kind of a wrench thrown into that because when she was seven months old, I went to work. So I graduated with my nursing degree. In fact, uh, I had my I graduated in May and had my daughter in June. So I graduated like nine months pregnant, and so I had my daughter. And so then seven months after that, um, I went to to work as a nurse and. Uh, I had to. I wanted to work part time. It was kind of. I didn't want to be full time as a nurse, but I wanted to work part time. But because I was just a graduate nurse, meaning I had just finished my bachelor's degree in nursing and I had just taken my NCLEX and gotten my RN license, that in order to get hired by the hospital, I had to do five months of full-time work. So they had this like transition program for new graduates and it required you to do five months of full-time before I could go into part-time. So I just kind of knew I had to suck it up. I had to get through the full-time so that I could go just to part-time work. And so I went back to work at seven months old and my daughter wouldn't take a bottle. <laughs> and I it wasn't even on my radar really to like Make sure that she would take a bottle. I don't know what I was thinking, but I just wasn't even thinking about it. It wasn't even like a thing. And so I just, I didn't bottle feed her at all. I didn't pump. I didn't do any of that. And so when it came time for me to leave her, she wouldn't take a bottle, like, would not take a bottle. And so we ended up having to dilute her rice cereal with a lot of breast milk and like feed that to her. and we could get her to take like a sippy cup at like seven months old. So she would do some sippy cups. So when I left her with my friend, she would try to get as much milk and her as she could through the rice cereal and then also through the sippy cup. And uh, I just remember that being, you know just kind of a like th- big thing to work through and i was transitioning i was going to work i was leaving my new baby and then to top it all off like she wouldn't even take a bottle so with my second baby i was much smarter and was like okay he's going to take a bottle right from the get go so i guess i breastfed but then i would also pump and bottle feed and i would like feed him at least one bottle a day because i knew that that was the way to get him accustomed to it so that when i went to work, and was working part-time, that he would be able to take the bottle. So I ended up breastfeeding all four of my babies um, around 10 to 12 months for each of the kids. And um, through all my babies, I was able to bounce back pretty fast physically from my pregnancies. And... I attribute a lot of that to how active I stayed during pregnancy, but I also just think like my body handles pregnancy pretty darn well. Um, I know that there is a vast array of experiences with pregnancy and there isn't a right or wrong to how you experience pregnancy and postpartum period. All I can speak to is my experience. And I stayed very active during my pregnancies and was able to um, breastfeed well and was able to bounce back pretty well from each of my pregnancies. In fact, with my third child, I remember that I actually taught body pump the morning of when I had my son, so I got up and I taught body pump, and um, I kind of thought that labor might be kind of starting, and so I remember after body pump, I hopped on the treadmill and just was walking, kind of feeling like okay, like let's get this thing let's get this show on the road, and I ended up having him that night. so I stayed pretty um active during my pregnancies. I still worked out during my pregnancies, and I really think that helped me to bounce back pretty well after I had each of my babies. All this to say is that my, this is my experience with pregnancy and postpartum. Again, it doesn't mean it's bad if yours is a different experience from mine. All I can do is speak to my individual experience. My body does pretty well being pregnant. I feel pretty good afterwards. And if you don't have that experience, that's okay. Um, we can you know, We can still talk about macros and nutrition and breastfeeding, and we can do that even if you have a different postpartum experience from me. But one thing that I hear so often is after women have the baby, they have a goal to be able to get back into their pre-pregnancy clothes or to get back where they were pre-pregnancy. Maybe you're listening to this now and you're like, yeah, that's my goal. I had a baby. I love my baby. I want everything in the world for my baby, but I would like to physically feel like I did before I got pregnant. Now, I think that we can all agree, and I don't want anybody to misconstrue my words, that there's no rush to get your body back. There's no rush to get back to your pre pregnancy size or your weight or your pants. This, that it's important for you to take the time that you need to, to heal. Okay. So this is not me saying you need to like have a baby and then the next day be back in your pre- pregnancy genes, or that even like, that's a goal for you. If that's not a goal for you, then cool. Like you don't have to have that goal, but I really want us to stress that it's important for you to take the time that you need to, to heal. And then if you have a goal that you want to reach, I want to help you get there. But I don't want to say that this should be your goal. Okay. There's no shoulds. I don't like shoulds. It's only if this is something that is your goal, then I want to be able to help you to get there. And many women who are at this position where they've had a baby and they want to lose baby fat, they come to me with this concern Amber, can I lose fat and still feed my baby? Meaning they know that breastfeeding is a priority. And for many women, if they can't maintain their milk supply while dropping weight, then it's a non-starter. Like They'll just wait until after they wean their baby to be able to try and consciously lose weight. But the answer is yes. Yes, yes, yes. You can consciously lose fat by creating a caloric deficit and at the same time, keep your milk supply. It's not like an either or. You don't have to have one or the other. Because I know most moms, if you had to pick between losing weight and feeding and nourishing your baby, like most moms would say, feeding and nourishing my baby is obviously most important, but you can do both. You can do both simultaneously. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. So as a little disclaimer, I am not a doctor. I am not a lactation consultant. I am not your doctor or your lactation consultant. I am a nurse, but Again, I'm not your nurse, and I don't specialize in breastfeeding, so I am just a mom of four. I've coached hundreds of women who, like, who are nursing to be able to lose fat while keeping their milk supply, but I'm coming to you as a mom who's been there, as somebody who has coached other people through this process, and not as any like medical professional giving you any medical advice. So please, if you have any questions, please take that to your nurse, to your lactation consultant, to your midwife, to your doctor. Um, I want you to do your own research on this and feel really comfortable about it. I will be sharing my experience and what I have seen, but again, I'm not medically advising you. I'm giving you ideas, things that have worked, but I'm far from a certified expert in this area, and if that bugs you, then you should just probably skip this episode, okay? But I know that there are a lot of women out there asking these questions, and I want to help them get started, and I want to give them ideas and suggestions, and you can take it or you can leave it. So the first question that I often get asked is, how long until I can jump into conscious fat loss? And my answer for this is, I really recommend you waiting six weeks give your body time to heal. And then more importantly, even give you and your baby time to get a routine down for breastfeeding. You want your milk to come in. You want to get a really good milk supply established. You want to get a routine established. And if you do that off the bat and you do make sure that you have a really good milk supply off the bat, then when it comes time to cutting calories, you're going to be in a much better place. I see so many women who just want to Dive right in. They want to have the baby and then they want to like lose the weight right now. And I really, really encourage you to wait until at least six weeks. Six weeks is usually when your doctor clears you for exercise. By that point, you've established a good milk supply, you are, have a good routine with your baby. And you're kind of starting to get a little bit semblance of normality again in your life. So I really encourage you, uh, wait at least six weeks. And if you don't feel ready for it at six weeks, there's nothing saying you have to jump in. But I would encourage you to give yourself at least six weeks before you dive into conscious fat loss. And a note for that too, if you struggle with your milk supply, even while you're eating at maintenance, I would not suggest diving into a caloric deficit. Make sure that you have a good supply established first. And once you have that key, now we can start talking about creating a caloric deficit. So that's the first thing. Let's wait until you're at least six weeks postpartum and you have established a good milk supply. If you're still struggling with your milk supply, focus on that before you dive into a caloric deficit. Number two, set your macros to take into account that your body is burning more calories through nursing. However, I often see people way overestimate the number of calories their body is burning. No, my friend, you are not likely burning 600 to 1,000 calories extra a day by nursing. You're just not, especially if you're a five-foot-one female whose BMR is only 1,000 calories. You are not doubling your caloric expenditure by nursing. Okay. Let's just get that straight. So more realistically, you're burning somewhere probably between 200 to 400 calories per day, maybe 500 for some women, but I've yet to have a client who was burning a thousand extra calories per day. And, And when I'm talking about extra calories, I'm talking about someone who is exclusively nursing, not someone who has a baby who's 18 months old and is still nursing. By that point, the baby is getting a lot of their food or their nourishment from food, and nursing is more of a comfort. They're getting some milk, but it just is not calorically... It doesn't take a lot of calories to nurse an 18-month-old versus a one-month-old who is nursing consistently and constantly through the day and is getting all of their nourishment from the breast milk. So when you're setting your macros, simply add 200 to 400 calories onto your TDE, your total daily energy expenditure. And once you do that, this, the rest of the setting process is the same. You're going to still break down your individual macros the exact same way. You're just going to adjust your TDE to count for the fact that you are nursing. If you want a free guide to be able to set your macros, um, you can go to biceptorbabies.com forward slash set my macros and you can download my free guide there. And you'll know what I'm talking about when it says TDE that's what you would put in there. You would take your calculated TDE, add on 200 to 400 calories extra for nursing, and then continue with the calculations as normal. I will also have that free guide linked onto the show notes for this episode, which is just bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash 21. Now, if you're asking the question, okay, so Amber, you gave me a range, 200 to 400 calories, where do I fall in that? Well, that's where a little bit like of experimenting can come in. So is it okay to, to... Assume that you're burning 400 extra calories per day. Sure, like toss that in and give it a shot and see how it goes. Um, for a lot of women, that may be too many extra calories, but You know what's the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to go two weeks and you're not going to see a loss and you're going to know oh I'm probably not burning as many calories as I thought with nursing Um, but you can reassure yourself hey but I'm keeping my milk supply up and then you can slowly start to drop the calories from there until you're seeing progress so it doesn't hurt you to start on the higher end um, of the assumption that yeah I'm burning you know 500 400 calories a day and add that onto your TE and then adjust down if that's not the case and you don't end up seeing fat loss occur. Okay. So number one was to wait till your six weeks postpartum to get started. Number two is to add 200 to 400 extra calories per day to account for the fact that you're nursing. And number three, and here's the key, I have found that working with many nursing moms that most can maintain a good milk supply in a caloric deficit if there's one thing in place, and that is adequate protein intake meaning I found that milk supply really depends more on your protein intake than your overall caloric intake. So when I hear from women who are like, oh, I tried to lose weight last baby and I lost my milk supply, and they're like, it was because I like dropped my calories down. What they're not really associating with is they're not understanding that when they cut their calories, they weren't paying attention to how many much protein they were getting. And so they inadvertently cut their protein as well. So if you can keep your protein up, even if your calories are low, if you can keep your protein up, somewhere in that 0.8 to one gram per pound is, is a right ballpark. And again, I walk that, you through that in my setting macros guide. Um, but Keeping your protein intake up is going to help you to maintain that milk supply, even if your calories are in a deficit. So that protein intake is super important, especially when you are a nursing mom. The fourth key point is that food quality really does matter. And while your body composition responds much more to your overall macros and less to the quality of your food, I have found that with nursing moms, it is vitally important that your food is really nutrient dense. You're going to do so much better if you're eating fruits and vegetables and most of your carbs are coming from whole sources and your fats are leaning towards those healthier monounsaturated fats. So as a nursing mom, pay attention to that food quality. That it doesn't mean that you can't have a cookie or you can't have some ice cream. You can. Just really, really make sure that most of the food you're consuming is really nutrient dense. Think like 80% clean eating. And I found that that really does make a difference for nursing moms being able to maintain their milk supply. You can also focus on the natural foods that boost the milk supply, like. Fenugreek and oatmeal and brewer's yeast. If you even just do a Google search, there's like tons of recipes using those ingredients and others that are supposed to help women increase their milk supply. Um, so it's definitely worth investigating that and adding some of that if you feel like your milk supply is struggling a little bit. Again, don't don't get started in a caloric deficit if you're struggling with your milk supply. Um, definitely wait until you have a milk supply established, but adding those those things like fenugreek and oatmeal and brewer's yeast can be helpful in helping you to maintain your milk supply. Fifth and last, you got to pay attention to how your body is responding and how your milk supply is doing. And so you really want to monitor it. And if that means for you pumping one bottle a day to give you reassurance and peace of mind that your supply isn't decreasing, then that can be a really good way to go. But pay attention. is your Does your baby seem like he or she is hungry? Are they you know, not seeming like they're getting enough milk? Sometimes it can be difficult to, to ascertain if your milk supply is decreasing. So if you are worried about it, start pumping a bottle a day and just kind of see and monitor how that's going and how it's doing. And here's the thing, you can always change your macros. I talked about in episode 11 about how to set your macros. And I also talked about the fact that they are magic. And we have to do the same thing here. Maybe you start out really conservative, and you're really nervous, and so you add 500 extra calories to your TDE to count for nursing, because you're really worried about losing your milk supply. And so you do that for two weeks. And while your milk supply is doing well, you're not seeing any change on the scale, or your measurements, or your progress pictures. Then, like I said before, that's likely a sign that you haven't created a caloric deficit. So you drop your calories, 100 or 200, and you try again. And by doing that, you're going to find that sweet spot where you see fat loss and where you can also keep your milk supply up. It is possible, ladies. You can do both. If you do start to notice your milk supply decreasing, my my recommendation would be to just start to bring your calories back up. It's not worth it to lose your milk supply in order to lose a couple extra pounds for most women. Um, Most women, if you want to breastfeed and that is an important thing to you, then pay attention. If you start to see that milk supply decreasing, it's okay to build your calories back up and get to a place where you're able to at least maintain and feed your baby. But here's the thing. I've coached hundreds of women, like hundreds of nursing moms, and I have never had a woman that... We have not been able to find a sweet spot where she's able to do both, where she's able to lose fat and maintain her milk supply at the same time. So it may take some tweaking and it may take some adjusting, but there is a sweet spot. And one of the keys, again, is keeping that protein intake up. If you keep that protein intake up, even if you're in a caloric deficit, most times you're going to be able to find that sweet spot where you can have the best of both worlds and you can reach your goals and you can also feed your baby along the way. So as a recap, there are five tips that I gave you nursing mothers who are trying to find that sweet spot with your macros and nursing. Number one, wait until you have an established milk supply at least six weeks postpartum. Give yourself time to heal. Give yourself time to establish a milk supply, and then you can go into trying to have conscious fat loss and reaching some goals. Number two, account for your nursing by adding between two to 400 calories extra per day. Number three, make sure your protein stays high. Between 0.8 and one gram per pound is a good place to start. Number four, food quality matters. Make sure that you are including a lot of whole nutritious foods into your diet. Even if you can fit it into your macros, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to help support your nursing. And number five, adjust as you need to to be able to find that sweet spot where you can lose fat and still nurse your baby and have the best of both worlds. So that's it. That's my tips for all of you nursing moms who are wanting to count macros or who are wanting to um, lose the baby weight. Give yourself some grace. Don't hop into this just because you feel like you should or because other people want you to or because you hate how your body looks. But if you are desiring to have conscious fat loss, I'm all about supporting that. And I want to help you to get really good information to be able to do that. Take these five tips and run with it and go on and hit your goals. That's going to wrap up this episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. Remember, if you want to download my free guide to setting your macros, that's at bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash 21 or bicepsafterbaby.com forward slash set my macros. And you can get that free download there. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember, my friend, you can do anything. Hold up, sister friend. Do you love Biceps After Babies Radio?